ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the World Cup Wrap-Up. Hopefully you are enjoying these as we bring the World Cup results and recaps daily to you. Uh, I will be joined once again by Saucy. Adam, welcome. Just wait for Saucy to jump in and then we'll get started. Global, welcome. Wales Cards, welcome. We're just going to cover the results uh, from Group E and Group F from today. So there's a few big results. What's happening? Maddie, Mint, what's happening? I'll see if Saucy's going to jump in. If not, we're going we're gonna to roll straight up. Yeah, let me send him an invite. Here he comes. Thanks, Matty. We enjoy bringing him to you. Hey, Saucy. What's happening, mate? What's going on, mate? Nothing much. Must welcome. Big, big, big night of football, man. Big. If you were going to pick a night to have upsets galore, I wouldn't have picked uh, last night with a few of the results that came through, Saucy. And... Uh, I think we're pretty happy with a few of them. Uh, we'll get straight into it because it makes the groups look amazing. We'll start with uh, Group E in Japan, upset by Costa Rica, 1-0. This was the one that we said, oh, they'll just they'll breeze through them. They should get the job sorted. And because of that, it has really opened up the group. Did you catch some of this? I caught the first half and then I watched uh, the second half on highlights. Uh, on the mini match, and I, I couldn't believe it, mate. The scenes when Costa Rica scored, ridiculous. Yeah, look, I will say this: Costa Rica didn't create much, um, and the goal that they did score was, you know, off a off a mistake. But in my book, I mean, you know, they had an opportunity to clear that ball. Yoshida tries to play a ball out from the back that probably wasn't on there. And, 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 you know, the midfielder couldn't get it under control. It was a bit of an awkward ball. And then it, it falls to the um, Costa Rican striker. And, you know, um, he did his job. He uh, put the ball in the back of the net. Uh, that was uh, fuller. And it was a good finish. Uh, it opened up the group immensely. I mean, it puts Costa Rica on three points. They do have a negative six goal difference. Um, and they go into the match against Germany who uh, now has a must-win uh, in the next one. And, and Japan is uh, in, in against Spain. Um, you would think that Spain should, you know, should be able to qualify. Um, but you don't really know what's going to happen in this group. And, and there's a whole number of things that, that could happen if Costa Rica do somehow upset Germany. They will qualify. Um, yeah, look, Japan, in my opinion, they're pretty disappointing. I, th I just don't think they... They tried to take on players enough. They they played it too safe. Um, you know, they, they weren't advancing the ball, uh, trying to play through the lines. A lot of side-to-side -side passing, not enough, you know, direct uh, trying to actually get the ball moving forward. Um, you know, they, only, they started to play uh, more sort of in the last 20 minutes. And look, they conceded the goal 84th minute and they, you know, pushed on from there. Um, but... Yeah, disappointing for Japan, if you ask me. They did their job in the first game, getting the big upset over Germany. A draw would have been even okay against Costa Rica. It still gives them an opportunity to maybe, um, you know, just get a draw or, or maybe pinch a win against Spain. 
And um, now they're in big trouble because they come up against what I would regard as the best team in the group because they've proven they they play very very good very good football. I'm not saying that they can't do it in the next game against Spain, but they've left a very very uh, you know hard proposition for themselves. And um, you know credit to Costa Rica, they obviously defended a hell of a lot better than they did against uh, Spain. Uh, they obviously copped a walloping uh, from the coach after that game, and uh, he shored up that back. Um, but yeah, it, it leaves the door wide open. I mean, Group E, we did say it was a tough group from the outset, and we did think that Costa Rica would be the only team that would you know struggle out of this group. But they're still within a chance to potentially qualify should they cause another upset in the next round. Unbelievable. And then, of course, there was a one-one draw between Spain and Germany this morning. At least Germany's got a point. Which is, which is great. Um, your thoughts on this one? Because uh, there's been very much, it was very much debated this morning. Well, not really debated. It was pretty much us going that the best player in the team. I know you said Gundogan, but I'm pretty sure now. I think you're going to take my statement and you're going to run with it because when they put him on, he's the best player in the team. Source. And yeah, he looked threatening. I don't, know, I don't know why they waited for the last 20 minutes to put him in the game. Sane, they probably should have injected him into the game earlier. If he was able to start, mate, he should have started. Um, you know, maybe his knee is troubling him that much. I mean, it didn't look like he was giving him much trouble when he came on. He was just running everywhere, and then and, um, he actually set up the goal um, that they scored. Uh, and, look, Musiala was really good in this game. Spain had a number of players that were really good. I thought it was a pretty even contest. Um, you know, 1-1 draws, a fair result in, in my book. Germany really needed the win. They've left themselves a lot to do. They've got a negative one goal difference. Uh, they, obviously, they come up against Costa Rica. So, you know, it is the easiest team in the group. Um, but at the same time, you can't take them lightly because you never know, you know, like Japan, maybe they did take them a little bit lightly and, you know, they were caught uh, and they copped the loss. But Germany has to come out there and not just win, Doma. They've got to try win by two, maybe three goals because they've got to get some goal difference. They're on negative one goal difference. Um, they've got to try and kick eight to try and go equal with uh, Spain, just in yeah, case. No, I don't, look, I don't think that's going to happen, but at the same time, they, they need to get a little bit of goal difference um, and they've got to get, get the win because, um, you know, that will help. Um, you know, help them it will help them in the case that Japan and Spain, if they somehow draw, well, then at least they'll be able to leapfrog Japan on the goal difference. The, pro- the problem is, even if Germany did kick eight goals and Japan beat Spain, they still don't qualify because the, I'm pretty sure the head-to-head, because it was a draw, how does it go with that? I wouldn't have a clue, man. It's got to, and now I think it comes down to if it ends on the equal goal difference, comes down to fair play, and whoever got the least amount of yellow cards through the group stage goes through. Well, Garvey, if, mate. If the, no. <laughs> if the points and the and the a goal yeah. difference is equal and the head to head is equal, which it okay. is because they drew, yeah, they drew, so it comes down to fair play, which okay. is yellow cards. Yeah, well, that's an interesting one, and we'll see uh, how that pans out. We'll get on over to Group F. And we'll start with uh, Croatia versus Canada. Uh, Alfonso's da- Alfonso Davies scored in 68 seconds into this game, put Canada up 1-0. And then after that, uh, Croatia just, I don't know, destroyed them. I think it's safe to say. They had 13 shots, 10 on target. They were peppering the goal. 
absolutely peppering. Um, look, they took over in midfield, Tom. They took over in midfield where they're strong and they were able to boss the ball. Um, look, we did say Canada, you know, that they, they probably overplayed in, in that first game, um, uh, you know, overachieved a little bit and maybe they got a few people excited. But um, I think creation uh, knocked them back down to reality. And um, that sets up, you know, an, an amazing finish to this group as well, Group F. Um, with obviously the result in the other game, which we'll get to in a sec. But Canada now sitting fat on the bottom with a big donut, two losses. They're officially eliminated. They can't qualify. They're officially eliminated. Um, And then you've got Croatia sitting on top with four points. But the the great thing about that is because they put four past Canada, that puts them on a goal difference of three. So that really, really um, stocks up their goal difference. And it sets up a, a mighty clash in the next round uh, between Croatia and Belgium, where if should Croatia be good enough to just get a draw, I think Morocco, you know, the way that they played against Belgium, they play that sort of manner against Canada. They should have enough to, you know, get a draw or at least a win against Canada. Um, you know, Morocco will go through and Croatia will go through and Belgium will be going home. So um, it's pretty crazy. And, you know, We'll talk about that game in a sec, but, you know, just touching on this game, Croatia showed, you know, what class that they did have, uh, banging four past uh, Canada. And, um, yeah, look, I expected them to qualify from this group. And, you know, they've put themselves in a really, really good position to qualify um, in going into the next game. Definitely, definitely. Uh, that was just too good, in my opinion, Croatia. I've there's nothing really to say. This is the Croatia that we actually expected in the first game, but we didn't get that. Get that, and uh, they turned up in this one. Well, they barely created chances against Morocco. Yeah, so I that's know. What we're, that's what we're, you know, big contrast of difference. Ten shots on target compared to what they had against Morocco, where they could barely create a chance. Um, you know, they obviously got working on some things in training going into that second game, and and they opened up all avenues uh, on goal. Let's get to that Moroccan game. Uh, they defeat Belgium 2-0. They were outplayed good. Them. Ziyech outplayed them. some of his best football again, um, which is fantastic. They didn't have much of a ball source in this game, but their, their creation was a lot better than what Belgium had. Uh, blunder on the first goal from Courtois. They were lucky not to be 3-0 down. The first goal that they scored was actually offside. VAR ruled it offside. It was pretty much identical to the second goal. Uh, got beaten. Courtois off a free kick. That was crossed. Should have been saved. Uh, their players dummied it as if he's going to go touch it. And he's let it go. He's blocked the keeper's sight. So when the ball's bounced, he's seen it last second. But he should have been covering the front post. Uh, Courtois, he's still too central of the goal. They go down. Uh, 1-0, and then they break away and get a nice goal uh, at the end there to go up 2-0 in the 92nd minute. And the scenes were unbelievable. Ziyech and Buffal on the wings for Morocco were outstanding. Um, You know, they were just, you know, giving absolute terror to the defenders of Belgium. Um, Very, very disappointing for Belgium. I mean, they, you know... For a side that has that much talent on the park, you'd expect them to create more chances. Uh, they didn't, had so much of the ball, not enough uh, penetrating passes. 
Uh, De Bruyne really, really struggled. You know, you know, it's not really the De Bruyne that we know from uh, Manchester City. Uh, maybe it's because he doesn't have the same quality around him. But then you have a look at that side and you go, well, there's quite a bit of quality on the park there. So you sort of wonder why it can't click together. Um, look, as good of a player Eden Hazard is, uh, look, you know, the, part, the times have passed him. Uh, he's lost the step. You know, he can't really dribble. He's got really, really good close control, um, but he doesn't have that step that when he can tap it out in front, he can literally beat defenders. So, And because he's such a small body, the defenders are now able to, you know, doesn't have the pace, so they're able to body him off the ball uh, and, um, you know, knock him off it easier because he doesn't have well, that pace to get around them. Kamala says thoughts on Kevin De Bruyne saying his defenders are too old. Yeah, look, I agree because I watched this game and Alderweireld looks terrible. Uh, Tongan looks slow. Um, so them two at the back there, they've been there for a long time, but they, yeah, especially Alderweireld, he just looks so slow. And when he gets the ball, he's so slow to play it out from the back. Um, and look, I agree. It's um, it's something that uh, Manny did bring up when we, when I did the preview uh, with uh, Too Thick Pod. You know, he spoke about Belgium being uh, too old, maybe past some of the players are past it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it is coming to fruition in, in this World Cup. And, and they've set themselves a massive, massive task to do in the next game against Croatia. There's no, no guarantee that uh, it's going to, that they're going to be able to beat Croatia. And they need to get a win, Thomas. They have to win to qualify. That's that's where it sits at for Belgium. I agree with you. Sammy wants to jump in. Sammy, uh, we're, we're making this very, very quick. I'm so sorry. If we can do it maybe this weekend, if you want to jump in, uh, we're actually strapped for time. So uh, we're just trying to breeze through this very quickly. So I do apologise to you, my good friend. It has been a while since we've spoken. Uh, but we will tee something up. We're going to get to the group uh, G and H games. Uh, let's get to the game at 9pm, and it's Cameroon-Serbia source. And your thoughts on this one? Yeah, look, uh, Serbia favourites. Um, you know, Cameroon is still within this uh, in their own right. And, you know, it's only the second game of the group. Uh, if they do come out and get a result, uh, they still, you know, could potentially... Um, you know, qualify? Should they? Uh, I think they've got a. I don't know if they have to. Yeah, they. They. I think they play Switzerland in the last game, I believe. Um, but look, I uh, think. Yeah. Do they play Switzerland or do they play? Yeah, because um, the Brazil beat them two nil. But um, I think Serbia should have enough. Look, I, I, I'm expecting Serbia to have a similar s situation to Croatia. Lack the creativity in the first game. I reckon Vlahovic should start this game, put him up front, get him starting. Even start Vlahovic and Mitrovic together. You've got to go out here and win this game. If Serbia wants any chance to qualify. They have to go out and win this game because they have to play Brazil uh, in the final game, I think. No, no. No, they play Switzerland in, in the final game. They've got to okay. win the games. They lost to Brazil. Brazil beat they lost them to Brazil. So they got Switzerland the next game. So if they win this game, it sets it up. I expect Brazil to go out and defeat Switzerland in their upcoming game and Serbia to win this game. I think it's going to be a very close affair. Um, I'm hoping for goals, but um, I think we could maybe potentially get a 2-0 uh, a uh, Serbia. They, they keep it tight at the back, but 
Cameroon can create. I mean, they created opportunities uh, against Brazil. Uh, they, they, they looked okay, but then Brazil came out in the second half and, and turned the screws. They, they were clearly the better side. Um, but that's what you don't want to do with Serbia. You don't want to let Cameroon get a sniff, get to halftime, nil all. You've got to go out there, get the goal in the first half, assert yourself, go in, a, go in the sheds at halftime, one nil, and uh, you know, hopefully get the win. I think they can win 2-0. I'm going Serbia 2-0. Yeah, I'm going uh, Serbia 2-0 as well. I think that's what I put in my predictor. Yeah, sorry, Sammy. I apologise. I know it's, it'll be quick, but, yeah, we're trying to be super quick also. He says, also says Australia taking it all. <laughs> yeah. That would be yeah. amazing if that did happen. Um, yeah, Brazil, Switzerland. I'm just going to be conservative and say a 2-0 win for Brazil in this one. I expect Switzerland to bounce back from their first game, but... Um, Brazil just too good. So I'm going 2-0. Saucy? Yeah, Brazil too good. Um, I think, you know, Switzerland, other than the, the chance that they created for Mbolo, they scored. Maybe they had one other chance throughout that game. Uh, they weren't, you know, amazing. I think it's... Brazil definitely going to win, just a matter by how much. Um, maybe that maybe they can see the goal. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But I'm going to go Brazil 3-0. Um, uh, and, and, you know, they lock up their top position of the group. Perfect. Uh, and then Group H, we have South Korea versus Ghana at midnight. I'm pretty confident in going with Ghana on a 1-0 win here against South Korea. They played really well against Portugal. And in saying that, though, Portugal didn't play the greatest brand of football. But, yeah, I'm backing Ghana in for a 1-0 win. Yeah, look, you know what? It's tough. It's tough for me to say. Um, I watched the game South Korea versus uh, they versus Uruguay. They got a point. Wasn't too impressed by Uruguay. They didn't really give South Korea too many tests. Um, South Korea themselves had had a few chances. Um, I think this is going to be a good good matchup. Um, and you know, if Ghana wants have 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 a chance to to qualify, I think this is the game that they need to target and, and try get three points. Um, so. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough for me. I think I'm going to go with Ghana. I, I, I think I'll have to agree with you. I think they were they were pretty good against Portugal. Um, I mean, they showed it. yeah, they showed enough. They showed they were able to get on the score sheet. Um, I think once they actually, you know, they they really sat back a lot. And but once they just, once they went the goal down, they were forced to play. They they actually looked good. So you know, it frustrates me with teams like why they don't play like that from the beginning of the game. Uh, instead of just waiting until, you know, something happens within the game, then changing changing the way you, you have to play. And, and actually, you look better as a side. So, yeah, I think Ghana has, did show enough. I think they can win. I think it's going to be a close, close, close game. Uh, I'll go with uh, South Korea is good enough to get a goal, in my opinion. But, uh, and, look, let's hope for them to get a goal at the tournament. So, I'll go with a 2-1 Ghana win. Nice. Uh, Portugal, Uruguay, finish it all off at 6 a.m., I'll see how we go. Hopefully, get a nice early sleep source because I think this could be one that could be live streamed. We'll see. Depends. Yeah, this, this looks like an absolute cracker of a of a matchup. Um, I'm going to go with. I'm going to sway with Portugal. Um, we could get we could get goals, or it could be a real tight. I actually, I actually tip this like I'm doing a tipping comp at the moment, and I tip this as a three three draw. But I tip this 
before Port, uh, before Uruguay played South Korea, which was stupid on me. And I forgot to change my tip because you said they look slow. But in saying that, Portugal didn't look great. And if Pereira is going to start at centre-back, those slow uh, strikers might actually have a bit of a field day in Suarez and Cavani. So, and the aerial, the aerial threat that Ghana had, which is pretty much non-existent, and they still scored goals, I worry yeah. with Cavani there. And uh, I think Valverde could have a bit of a field day in midfield also. So I think Portugal will win. Uh, but in all honesty, I can see a draw here. I can see a one-one draw, or yeah, one-one draw. That's what I'm going going with. Yeah, I'm going to go with. Uh, I mean, Uruguay has to get a result here. They have to at least get a draw. Um, and Portugal, they just got to try not to lose. Um, uh, but a win would obviously you know secure their spot. Um, but I'm going to go with Portugal. Two-one win, Portugal. I think you know they're. they're there's a high chance they're going to concede goals. Uruguay will change up their tactics a bit. I think they'll be a bit more penetrating with their ball movement forward uh, and create some more chances. Um, and, yeah, 2-1 win Portugal. It's going to be a good matchup. I think it's definitely one everyone should tune into. Uruguay, cross the ball in, you win this game. That's pretty much my advice based on what I watched in the first game. Just before we do finish up, Sauce, we had a question from Adam. Uh, he said, what's your opinion on the Australian 2 a.m. start time? Do you sleep and send an alarm or stay up? Uh, you definitely go to have a snooze and then get up. Go to sleep, 9 o'clock, wake up, you know, 10 to, uh, tune in to the double coverage live stream that uh, hopefully should be going on and uh, get us on in the background at the, at the, at the uh, all God, the hour of 2 a.m. And uh, let's uh, cheer our boys home and hopefully they can get a result. And uh, you know maybe qualify from the group over Denmark if we if we do if we do actually get a draw we will qualify so amazing amazing um, or draw or a win so it'll be yeah it'll be brilliant but definitely have a snooze I think and then uh, I think most likely I'll just be riding that uh, five hour snooze all the way to the six a.m. kickoffs as well and uh, tuning into those. Uh, I think sauce because I think straight after us is some cracking matchups. I think it's Brazil. Brazil is the same same day as us? No. I'm trying to see. Oh, Argentina-Poland is the 6 a.m. game. So, obviously, that's the one that we want to watch. So, to see what happens. Yeah. Now. So, it could be a long stream. It could be a, a stream cut short and then restarted. Uh, but I'm hoping, depending on how we we feel in the morning. Uh, I'm definitely going to be up at um, 3 a.m. anyway, Source, because I'm watching Brazil, Switzerland, because I'm stupid. But uh, if you are up at that time and you see it all the way through to 6, uh, I think we might set up a watch party for Portugal, get a bit of Ronaldo, wake us up. And uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Hopefully we can see it. You might see me do it if he scores. A really soft one because, yeah, <laughs> people will be sleeping in my ass. <laughs> Easy. All right, good stuff again, Saucy. Uh, I hope everyone's enjoying these. Uh, feel free, obviously, subscribe, jump on our YouTube, 
these get posted on there as well as subscribe to podcasting platforms, but also check out our other content on YouTube as well. Saucy, enjoy the evening. I'll see you Thank if you, you. like on. And peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking all spots. Double coverage.